Welcome to the French Wedding Podcast with your host Naim, the only podcast in English about weddings in France. Great conversations, tips and insights about your French wedding, some wisdom before your big day, and the opportunity to hear wedding professionals actually living and working in France, only for your day to be the most amazing to remember. Hello everyone and welcome to the French Wedding Podcast. Greetings from France, this is the place we're recording this show. I'm Naim, professional ceremony officiant based in my hometown Paris and I created this show especially for future brides and grooms willing to get married in Paris or anywhere in France. Each episode is an occasion to meet a main actor of the industry, can be a vendor such as a wedding planner, hair and makeup artist, bridal salon, videographer, venue owner, bloggers, you name it. This show exists to bring you some insight about how people do things in France regarding the wedding industry, but we also share funny stories, things to know, and special memories when we happen to work together on the very same wedding. My guest today started Mountain Weddings, a very special wedding planning business based in France in order to raise money for a charity in India. Meet Vanessa, a dedicated woman on a mission. Vanessa, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. Pleasure is here as well. I'm talking from Paris and you're in Mosin, you said. Yes, I'm right in the heart of the mountains in the French Alps. It is beautiful. I love this region. I'm so lucky to be French sometimes. I don't realize that my country <laughs> is like the most amazing. We can have like uh, Côte d'Azur, the southwest, south of France, uh, French Riviera, and of course the Alps. So Vanessa, thanks again for being here. I am talking to you today because I was very very uh, surprised by your website, to be honest. When I was, <laughs> when I was doing my homework, uh, I was looking at it and I found very uh, little hidden gems like you're here to connect to secret undiscovered locations, mountain weddings. Let's talk about that. Yes. Um, so we are a team who have been living in the mountains for together about 40 years now. So we have um, a lot of knowledge that a lot of other people don't have as tourists and it's really wonderful that I literally know places that you just wouldn't find if you came here on holiday and I can take you there and I can get you married there and we have all this knowledge and all these local contacts and we can just connect everyone together and create the most epic wonderful day that you've never seen before you know you you'll never have a wedding that's similar to our weddings it's amazing This is a very bold statement. I love that. <laughs> we make the impossible possible. We I really like that. Possible. <laughs> Does this come to you? How, how did it start? Tell me everything. Um, okay, so I was engaged eight years ago and I wanted to get married abroad. Um, I'd never actually been to France at this point. I met my fiance in Greece and we decided that we would like to get married on a beach And I found it very difficult to organize a wedding that wasn't just a package out of a catalog. Um, I wanted to wear no shoes and dance on a beach and dance around a bonfire and have a hog roast and just have a lovely time with all of my friends and not have to pick option one, option two or option three. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I just found it so, so difficult. And then me and my fiance moved to the mountains and I had the same trouble trying to make my perfect day that was actually personalized to me and not just 
to a, a, a catalog or a holiday company or a package, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, maybe, maybe I start this. Maybe I create a company where someone can come to me and they can be like, Vanessa, this is what I want. I want all these things. These are things I love. This is what I want. And we can create it because why, why shouldn't you be able to create it? And we just use local independent suppliers and we just get everyone together and we just create a team and we create completely personalized specific days to exactly what you want rather than just pick an option, you know? And I think that's so important. I think it is. And I actually, I've heard this many times that uh, wedding planners started their business because they were not satisfied with what they were seeing. Do you feel yes. that it's something like that that happened to you? Yes, definitely. I think it's very, now I run a, a wedding planning business. I see why people offer options because it's easier and it's it's more beneficial for the business to just offer a package. Um, but that that's not what we want as brides. We want our day to be like nothing anyone has ever seen before. And I think that's just got lost along the way. And hopefully as a company, that's why we're different because we can really make it into whatever you want it to be. So drive me a little bit into it. Uh, how do you exactly provide this experience to your brides? Okay, so we, um, first of all, I make sure that I'm the right fit for a bride because we get so close. Um, my yeah. Some of my like new, my brides are my best friends and we talk all the time. And if I'm, if, if I don't feel like we're gonna have that relationship, There are so many other wonderful wedding planners in this area and I can promote you to them. I can give you to them because if, if we're not best friends, then it's just not going to work. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, and then I just flew back to the UK last month, um, to meet some of my brides. I think it's really important that we make the effort to meet people face to face. Um, and I think that's a really nice thing that we offer. And then we just talk about exactly what you want and then we figure it out and we make it happen. <laughs> that sounds very simple. I like it. That, <laughs> for those for those who don't know, there's a lot of work behind what <laughs> Vanessa just said, I guess. Yes. <laughs> But I really, I, I really, uh, I really agree with the, what you just said. Uh, you need to be close uh, from, from to, to your brides and, and to the people we're going to take care of you on the, on your special dates. I think it's important to be sure that uh, you're a good fit rather yes. than include everyone and give them package uh, to unpersonal things. I really agree with that. So you have a team of full four people. Is that, is that true? We have four at the moment. And mm-hmm. um, when the weddings start happening again, we'll go up to a team of 10. Okay. Um, Just because I like to make sure that we've got everything covered and double covered. Um, Because people are paying us a lot of money. It's the most important day of their lives. And I'd rather be over-prepared than under-prepared. But we have um, four full-time staff at the moment who are just keeping things running whilst everything is obviously on lockdown or not going ahead as normal. Um, And then, yeah, we'll, we'll go up to a bigger team again once everything starts again, which will hopefully be very soon. Yeah, because it looks like everything is flying for you. You have uh, a lot of weddings uh, for next year and more than the year after. Yes, already. we have weddings up to 2025, which is wow, amazing. <laughs> it is for, for a pretty young company. You started during the probably the best time of the universe last year, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So we're just over a year old, um, which 
in hindsight, maybe wasn't the best time to start a wedding company, but also it's just given me so much time to get to know the brides and to really work on who we want to be as a company so we can offer the best services to our brides. And I mean, between us, we've got so much experience in events anyway. I did my first event 12 years ago, not as mountain weddings, but, um, 12 years ago, I did my first event for 500 people. And then we've got Sophie Phil, who is my right-hand woman. She is amazing. She's done Glastonbury. She's just about to go off to Senegal to um, run an event out there at the moment, because obviously she's got no events to run for me, but Mm -hmm. we've got a phenomenal team. (laughs) And um, I think actually as a company, the past year has been, obviously it's, it's not been wonderful, but it's also been really nice just to take that time to get to know our brides and just to really figure out exactly what we want to be offering and making sure that what we're offering is exactly what the bride wants, which has been great. Great. What, what do you think uh, helped you to go through this pandemic situation and uh, uncertain times? Um, so I have always had a dream. I heard you're very stubborn. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> yes, I am very, very stubborn. Um, <laughs> and when I tell people I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do Great. it well, um, which sometimes maybe is to my detriment. But with this company, <laughs> there was just, it's just, it's what I've always wanted to do. And I have realized that um, we have started a charity in India for women and children who don't feel safe. So we're creating safe houses okay. and it's obviously the pandemic in itself has been a roller coaster. but having a goal that mountain weddings is helping us fund this charity really helps me work seven days a week and get out of bed morning after morning at five o'clock, because I know that we're doing it for such a good cause as well as creating the most epic days for these wonderful people, we're also trying to help women who unfortunately can't help themselves. Um, so a lot of our profits do go into this charity. We pledged to give at least 10% of our yearly profits, but in matter of fact, I'd give everything I have to this charity. It is, it is the reason that I started this business and it is just the most wonderful thing and it really has helped us get through this pandemic because it's just such a bigger picture which is great i think we should pause for a second and talk a bit more about the charity that you're that you're uh working for actually can you tell me a little bit more about the safe houses and how how does it work i think it's important so um i lived in india seven years ago and i stayed with a family and i met the most wonderful child. She was called Percy and she is the youngest of five children. And the older four were all brothers. And sadly in India, when you're born a girl, um, there was a line that was said to me and it's just stuck with me forever. If you're born a girl, you're seen as a liability, not an asset. Yes. And um, the men, yes, and it's horrendous. And the men then look at you and try and figure out how to turn you into an asset. And the things going on over there are just unspeakable. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just fell in love with this family. And Percy, she was about eight years old. And she literally just, she put everyone in their place. She was so sure of what she wanted. And she turned around to me one day and she said, Vanessa, I'm going to be the president of India. And I looked at her and I was like, you are. (laughs) You're going to be the president of India. And I just, 
it's it's so easy to forget how easy it is to influence someone's life um, over there. And it makes me sad that we don't do it more. And I realized if I could create a company that would help these women, um, that, that's all that's all I want. Like I don't, as a, as a female, I don't necessarily want to get married and have children. I just want to create a difference to these women in India who haven't been brought up in such a privileged world as I have. Um, and so this, this company, Mountain Weddings, has been started so that we have the vehicle to create safe houses all across India where these women can go and we can teach them basic entrepreneurial skills so that they can be um, even just setting up a market stall so that they don't have to rely on their families and things like that. And like um, literacy, teaching them how to read and write and just things wow. that will help them so they don't have to rely on their families so much. I think it changes uh, a lot in the vision of people when they're uh, hiring your services. I think. Do you do you think do you, do you think it's hard for people to understand this uh, this situation, like getting married and pledging for a charity? I don't think it's incompatible. But do you think some people can think of this? Yes, definitely. I I, I do struggle with how much we should push it out across mountain weddings that we're doing this. Um, however. I think it's such a nice thing. I think it's become very, um, the wedding industry sometimes does get tarnished with because weddings are quite expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and I just like to show that although weddings can be expensive, it's not necessarily for the wrong reasons. And you're paying these amounts because you're hiring really talented people. Um, but also I just like to show that actually we are, we are actually with all the money that you're spending because people do spend their life savings on their wedding because it's, it's, it's the best day of their lives and they put all this money into it. And how, I just think it's such a lovely thing that you're putting all this money into this one day, but actually you're making a difference in India to all these women's lives. I think that's such a nice thing to be able to say because your wedding is over in a weekend. And although you've got these memories and it's absolutely phenomenal, it's also really nice your money is still carrying on helping other women in a third world country. I think it's an amazing thing. And you're the first person doing this that I've ever met. So I think it's very authentic and original. And obviously I will, I will leave the, the link of the charity or anything that's related to this uh, idea of the safe houses in the show notes for people to obviously uh, see what's going on and, and maybe hire your services or maybe give something to the charity. It's possible, I guess, directly yes. without hiring you. Yeah. Um, we do do charity galas and things all across the Alps as well, just to help with the charity. Um, because, you know, we were already running the events. We're already best friends with our suppliers and they all want to help. So, yes. And why did you choose this location right now where you are now? From India um, to there well, <laughs> in the UK. So... <laughs> I need a bit of help and guidance for <laughs> what happened. So I grew up in the UK and okay. um, and then I left home when I was 18 and I traveled the world. And to be honest, France was never high on my list of places to go. Um, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I traveled all around looking for the perfect place to set up my company. And I actually went to Morzine in France as a um, mistake um, <laughs> eight years ago. And then I came here and I was like, how have I never heard of this place before? And I, I've been here, I've, I've took my heart and I've been here ever since. We 
I left when about four years ago for a summer um, when I went to India and then we came back and I was, this is, this is it. It's the most beautiful place in the world. It has everything that you could ever want. The people are wonderful. The cuisine, oh my God, French cuisine is the best. And I've never looked back since. <laughs> great, great. And what what are your plans for uh, for 2022, for example, that you want to share with us? Something, uh, something that you have in mind, a particular goal for next year, except that uh, to wish the end of COVID and lockdowns. Of course, I think we're we're all sharing this with this wish. But do you have something that you want to share with the audience? Um, I think for 2022, I just. My biggest wish is obviously it's heartbreaking seeing a lot of our couples having to postpone and it's not so much wishing the end of COVID. It's just wishing the end of people having to compromise. Mm -hmm. um, and 2022 is looking amazing for weddings. We've got so many wonderful couples who are getting married and I'm so excited and I get so invested that I know I'm just going to spend 2022 crying with happy tears. <laughs> but um I think it's just, it's just for everything, just to get back to normal and being able to see people hug people and just um, seeing the business flourish in a way that means that everyone's just happy and everyone's getting what they wanted. Great. I think it's a, it's a good thing to, to wish for everyone and for the entire industry. Um, I was reading, by the way, uh, an article that you posted about uh, how to postpone your wedding. And I think it's very clever that you posted this because a lot of brides and grooms who canceled their uh, weddings in 20, 2020 uh, and maybe in 2021 needed a lot, a lot of guidance from, from suppliers. Do you think that flexibility is very important for, for us in the industry? Yes. I feel like um, one thing that I say to a lot of couples is that even if you don't take us on as a wedding planner, I will happily look over contracts for you and um, free of charge just to make sure that you have that flexibility because unfortunately not everyone can be flexible at the moment because, because it's their business it's their livelihood you can't always um commit to being able to rearrange things and i just i just want brides to just make sure especially because wedding insurance at the moment is such a hard thing to come by um I just want to make sure that people are checking their contracts and that they are able to reschedule. So we offer a 28 day free rescheduling policy. Okay. Um, that basically means if COVID means that you can't, obviously there's terms and conditions. It has to be that COVID is stopping all your guests coming from your wedding um, or that there's quarantine, all these things. But if 28 days out, you decide that you need to reschedule your wedding, we will do it free of charge. And we've worked with every single one of our suppliers and made sure that they're happy to do this too because people need that flexibility and it's just it's so hard seeing brides lose all their money when actually it is avoidable and I just I just beg people to make sure they've got contracts that state that they can change their wedding day um, because if you can and you've got a wedding planner although it's heartbreaking it's quite an We, we can do all that for you. We can literally take your date. We've got, we've had a couple that has rearranged three times now and we just have dates in the diary, which is heartbreaking. But also I've made sure with every single supplier for their wedding that they're not going to lose money and that they are available for all the dates in the future. Um, so it is very possible. And I really think that it is something that brides can 
even now, even though we're coming out the light at the end of the tunnel, it is something that we still offer because I think it's very important. I think it's super, super important to be to be flexible and what you provide is uh, is not something that everybody does in the industry, sadly, but it's quite hard to to be in the middle of the fires. I, I know your position. I know what it is to be between suppliers and, and brides and grooms. And I think it's super, super easy, but also difficult in, in the matter of all the stress involved and the situation. Some people are going, sadly, bankrupt. So yes. it's a, it's a good thing to do. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that you do that. And what do you recommend the time frame for a bride um, this year to to contact you? If for, for example, they, she wants to get married. They want to get married next year. Uh, do you think a year in advance is enough now? Or would you think more? I think if you are engaged and you haven't booked your venue yet, I think <laughs> you need to book it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you heard people contact Vanessa right now? She knows. You know, <laughs> just you just got engaged. Way. Okay, <laughs> call me. <laughs> that's that's what we it have, is. Um, we have brides contact us and say that they want to get married in 2023, and it's ridiculous. And is it too far in advance to be looking? And I'm like, no, we're not at all for 2023. Yeah. Um, but I think once you've got your wedding planner and your venue booked in. I think everything else is, is a lot more flexible and fluid. There's so many talented suppliers that if one is gone, at least there's hundreds more. Um, if you have a dream venue, then I think you just need to get it booked in, check that their contract allows for flexibility. And because all of our contracts with all of our venues, they do offer a 28 day rearrange. Um, mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you book it in, you know, because otherwise you could be looking at 2025 and that's not even a sales tech. That's <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh my um, God. It's, this... it's because there's, it was, a, I think I saw a stat and it was hundreds of thousands of weddings in the UK got postponed last year. I think it was 300, don't quote me on this, 300 and something thousand. <laughs> um, wow. That's, that's enormous. They all still want to get married and then people are still getting engaged and it's just. Yeah, if, if you if you're engaged, I'd highly recommend booking a venue as soon as you can, even if it's in for four years, four or five years time. No, you're right. I was uh, I was speaking with another uh, French French wedding planner. She was she's called Katerina, and she was saying uh, a clever thing. She was saying 2022 is going to be 2020 people cancelled, who 2021 couples cancelled, so it's going to be three year in one. So yes, this goes <laughs> this goes in your direction. I think uh, I agree with that. So I would I would suggest people to to get busy and and book their weddings. Definitely. Yes. Yes. And you're you're a celebrant, is that right? I am, yeah. I happen to be. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, so you're gonna have a very busy year next year as well. Yes, yes. We're doing elopments and weddings in Paris and France all over. By the way, you're you're doing France or do you also offer Italy and Spain? Because I've seen that your website is in Italian as well. Yes, so we are based in France. We started in France. I live in France. I had office in France, um, but we start. are expanding to <laughs> we're expanding to Italy and Switzerland at the moment. Great, um, because the Alps are just great. 
but yeah. just wonderful. Italy is um, so beautiful as well that they have. I mean, Switzerland is is another <laughs> a dream place as well. But I'm more Mediterranean, and uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's more it's more Spain and and warm weather and cuisine and risottos and uh, don't get me started mm. with this, you know. Uh, <laughs> So Italy, yeah, I, I I really look forward to celebrate unions in in Italy as well. Uh, yes. That's something that I have in the back of my mind. So good idea. <laughs> Vanessa, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me in this uh, uh, gray Sunday uh, in Paris. And I think that we're gonna end that we're gonna end up here. Do you have something that you want to say to the audience before we go? No, that's perfect. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been lovely. Thank you so much and good luck for everything. And I'm sure that I will cross your path one day. I hope so. Thanks again. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. You can find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as my contact and my website. If you have any questions regarding your French wedding, I'm happy to help. Also, please do not hesitate to leave a review for the show. There's also a link for that. That will literally take one minute of your precious time and will mean the world to me. I always appreciate your support. Thank you again very much for your time and feedback. Wishing you a great day or a great night anywhere you are in the world. I send you some good vibrations and we'll talk to you again soon for a new episode. Bye-bye.